Good morning. Today's class is Lishma August 24th, big event in Manhattan, Park East, with Gary Newman for couples and singles also. Um, God willing, today's class, we're going to, today's the 14th of um, Av. Tomorrow, God willing, is already Tubav. So I think the, you'll see, <clears throat> you will see that the energy will drastically change. Tubav starts, starts the, the shift from the struggling with confidence, struggling with what we spoke about the other day, to that shift in Tubav. Tubav is God's name, becomes Yudke Vavke, becomes the, in order. So that, that allows us to now take advantage of that. So being that, we want to take a shift. We want to talk about today how, practical ways on how to get rid of negative energies. We spoke about that anything in life, really the action. Remember, everything has to go through thought, speech, and action. But if we can connect to the action itself, the action can override the thought in, 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 in speech. Like we said, many times we, we're too much in our heads, or, 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 or negative self-speech, but really, really, there's, the Torah gives us constantly actions, like a mitzvah connects you to something. So I'm going to talk about pretty much four, 14 to 15 ways where you can pretty much get rid of ener- negative energy. These are all self-tried. We all wake up with some kind of energy. We all inhibit every time we sin. There's, there's a residue of negative energy. Um, obviously, every time we sin, that, that actually affects the, the soul. And when the soul doesn't feel energized, you, know, you feel off, you feel weak, you feel confused. So what are practical ways that we could do? The number one, obviously, the number one way to get rid of any negative energy is definitely what Nachman says is his bodhidut. Because remember, anything, just like anything in life, that the way you fix it is the way the problem happens, right? If you want to clean a dish, if you want to kosher a dish, you have to purify it by the exact same way it was made dirty. So if it was, if, if you, for example, a frying pan cannot be just washed. It has to be used with fire. Fire with fire. So anything in life, you have to pretty much think about it. And this is Ram Nachman's message is exactly that. You have to fight fire with fire. The same heat that's getting you to passion to go after the wrong things, use the same heat to use the passion to heaven. The same heat, the craving that's making you crave drugs, Start craving infinity, but use the same passion. Use the same intensity one way or the other. So this is pretty much what he's saying here. The first thing, obviously, Rav Nachman says, that when a person, when a person speaks his bodhidut, obviously, the, the, there's a, the, he speaks about that we all have a specific nekudot. Nekudot means a specific situation in your life that's happening. And that situation needs to be elevated. And it's always going to change. Rav Nachman says the situation always changes. The, the, what you will pray for today, what you will pray for tomorrow will be completely different. There's always something that's happening and it's constantly changing. It's not one thing. It's constantly changing. So our job is to really, really come to that. And normally what we do when we have these issues, we're, we're not so happy with having these issues. So we, we, little by little, our, our mechanism is suppression. Suppression, worry, exactly where we have to elevate them and cast them onto our Creator. So the first thing to get rid of negative energy is definitely his bodhidut, 
Why? Because it purifies the heart. Right? Rabbi Nachman says that any time when a person has to come to, when he wants to come through inspiration and warmth, is through motion. And motion gives warmth. That's why it's extremely important. Whatever you're going to do spiritually, just like also, you have to use motion. If I want to do the Wim Hof method, if I just go, it's like whistling. I'm not going to get DMT. I have to go, there has to be intensity in what you do. I can't express that to you enough. Just whistling, that's not going to give you a Wim Hof method. That's not going to get you DMT. It's going to give you nothing. You're not going to, you're, maybe you'll catch your breath. When you really want to go, you have to use intensity. Yeah, exactly why? Because the negative energy is intense. You have to fix it through the same intensity. So all of these things, it's extremely important. You have to turn up the heat. Baruch Hashem, if you don't turn up the heat, don't worry. Somebody in your life will turn up the heat. I guarantee you, somebody's going to turn up the heat in your life to make you run somewhere. So the number one thing is, is his bodhidut is the best way to get rid of negative energy. After, after a good his bodhidut, you should feel completely better. You should feel better because you purified your heart. And by, that's by physically talking. The opposite of exp- depression is expression. Just expressing the situation. Expressing it out it gets you out of your head, it gets it into speech, and that you should feel a relief. Number two, whatever you're going to do, whether it's not his bodhidut, his bodhidut is a personal conversation. The second one is whatever you're doing, even Tehillim, even any other form of prayer, even with the Siddur, again, that also is able to get, to get rid of negative energy because when you're saying these things, you're, it's pretty much prayer is really an affirmation. When I'm saying, if I trust, I trust in God, He will give me mercy. I go to sleep crying and I wake up laugh, laughing. I look up and I open up my hands and you shower with me with blessing. So we have to physically you know, think that these words are true. And when you say them with honesty, they have the power to give you a new belief. It's, it's an affirmation. So the prayer is really affirmation. This is why our sages spent so much time before prayer in con- to concentrate in the prayer. You know, that you want to pray as early as possible, Rabbi Nachman said, because of that concentration factor. The more concentrated you are, the more it will affect you. The less concentrated you are, the more you just want to be done with it. And the fact that you want to be done with it is because you're not getting the effects of what ha- needs to happen. So that's extremely important. Concentration is extremely important in that area. The third thing that can get rid of negative energy, Rabbi Nachman says in Lesson 4, is confession. Confessing, physically confessing something. Being embarrassed and confessing. Again, why? When we sin, there's a, we have a negative permutation, a negative energy attaches to you. Right? You feel off. Right? So that negative, negative energy attaches to your bones. And it makes you heavy. It makes you feel heavy. So this is where the practice of constantly confessing, making, an, making inventory. I did this. I'm embarrassed. I could do better. Just embarrassment, when a person's embarrassed, his sins are forgiven, and confession, confession, physically confessing, I did this, I could have done that, I spoke this way, I spoke that way, that gets rid of negative energy. Remember, things have to be elevated. This is why when we say tachnun, when we say it's an alphabetical order to rectify that issue. 
to try to get it. But most of us in Sidur, we don't, in the Sidur, we don't, we're not really thinking about the sin itself. We're just going through the words. Versus when you're talking to your Creator, yes, I did this. I admit. I admit that this. When your admittance comes from what? Hoda'a. Hod, which is, which is submission. So that can, can, a good confession can make you feel much better. It can get rid of that negative energy. Because remember, when you put the negative energy, it goes back to the place where, it's, where, where it came. Through speech, you can rectify that. Fourth thing will get rid of that negative energy is tikkun aklali. Tikkun aklali is specifically for sexual blemishes. Remember, anytime you have a sexual blemish, you create, you spill seed, God forbid. This causes a physical being, a soul without a body that attaches to you. So all of a sudden, you have all kinds of souls with no bodies. And all of a sudden, they, they become, unfortunately, a form of a demon. And what they do is they attach to the person who created it. And what happened? They bother you. And they make problems. And they confuse you. And they make you depressed. And they create klipot. They put a shell. They make you, conf- they, they make you lose your identity. So tikkun klali, when you saw those force, those ten tehillim, those ten tehillim are the same numerical value as the, as the, the, the mother, the wife of the satan. So she's able, and she's the one causing the problem, by the way. The satan's wife, we don't want to say her name, it starts with an L-I-L-I-T-H, we don't, we don't pronounce the name because that name itself has a very negative energy. But those things, that negative energy, she's in charge of yelala, what she's in charge of is, is depression and, and making you fall into that area. So you, should, you can see whenever you're falling into this problem, it's definitely, there's a dep- depression. You fall into a sadness, a depression, and then you fall into this very, very that's her department. She, she entices you, and then she prosecutes you. So this is where Rabbi Nachman really said Tikkun HaKlali is a general remedy. You say it, and you will feel much better. It's a, you remember, you're releasing the spark back. That's the whole point. The fifth thing Rabbi Nachman says in Lesson 156 is when you judge favorably, that can bring you good energy, right? Or, for example, when you get insulted and you don't take it personal. That has the power to also cleanse you. And anytime you're dealing with any kind of, again, any kind of situation that needs to be fixed, you need a cleansing. So by judging favorably and, and being dumb, being quiet when you're insulted, that can, can, can completely release negative energy. This is why it's funny how when somebody says something to you and, and you just let it go, you feel more energized. But when you give into it, you feel drained. So you could see clearly, I mean, what works and what doesn't work. And that's by the judging favorably is obviously by practicing also the 13 attributes of mercy. That mindset, that whole mindset of 13 attributes of mercy is, is tremendous energy. Number six, Rabbi Nachman advises to constantly laugh. Laugh a lot. Do mila deshtusa. Do constant things. And he says it's almost impossible to be sane today without doing something that is like joking around. He said it's almost impossible to, 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 to really be sane because of the, the amount of pressure and, and what we have going on today in every area of our lives. You have to take the, the load off by laughter. Just like sometimes, you know, somebody gives you like a shot 
or they're trying to, you laugh at it, and then it takes away the pain. Like when you laugh about it, you don't, laughter rele- doesn't, re- doesn't, doesn't resist it, lets it go. You know, sometimes you laugh, when you're working out and it's really hard and you want to die, laugh, laugh at it, and you could see it takes, a, it takes the pressure off. So same thing in life, in life. you have to, you, you must, per, a person has to use laughter today in order to break the routine and the, and, and, and the minutiae of what's happening, etc. That's number six. So laugh, laugh as much as you can. Obviously at nobody's expense, but laugh as much as you can. You can figure that out. Number seven, Rabbi Nachman advised music. Music has the power to elevate you spiritually, but remember the wrong types of music will give you an elevation but then you'll end up with a flat tire, okay? <laughs> so it's extremely important. Certain music comes from Netzach and Chod, which is prophecy. It has the power to, to take you. Remember, what does music do? Music kills the ego. The reason why we, I use his bodidut, in, 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 I use music in his bodidut, because music really, it kills the ego. It doesn't make you think about your, uh, things all the time. You, you, you let go. Right? You let go. You're more loose when you listen to... Why do people loosen up when they have music? Because they, they let go. What's causing us not to let go is, all the, all, is, is our fears, our, our ego, etc. So music, music is extremely powerful, specifically if you're going to use it in visualization. So again, don't think about why you have negative energy. Just go into, go into action. The whole point is, go into action. Don't think about why it's happening, because then you're, you're causing it worse... Worse and worse and worse. Just go into some kind of action that, that it can take you out of that state. Number eight, learning Torah with a loud voice. Just learning it itself will not change the energy. But if you learn it with a loud voice, that can change the energy of what you're doing. You'll get more inspired, right? And Rav Nachman specifically said, you have, to, you have to try, and it's not easy to do this, but it's extremely important that you do it with a loud voice. Whatever you're going to do, prayer with a loud voice. Everything has to be with a loud voice, because the voice can penetrate the heart, the crookedness of the heart. For example, when we have a shofar, why don't we have a, a, a small voice? The shofar, you hear it. So Rav Nachman said that through learning and through praying, you are like the shofar. The shofar wakes everybody up. And what's happening is, is it's, it's crook, it's shofar is compared to thunder, and thunder fixes the crookedness of the heart. What, what does practically the crookedness of the heart mean? It means when we, when we don't believe in things anymore, when we stop believing, when we just stop believing, when we're not so all in, we're like, you know what, whatever. That whatever mindset. We all get there. This is the job of the evil inclination, constantly to say, what's the difference if I do this? What's the difference if I do this? What's the difference if I do this? Whatever. Whatever. Again, that's extremely important to use, to learn, try to learn, put, 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 some, put some energy into what you're doing. It makes a huge difference. It's the difference between walking on a treadmill and running on a treadmill. You can walk on a treadmill, you're not gonna get that much of a, of a, of a, of a pump. When you start running on a treadmill, 
you start getting completely a different, and you're, and you're on a treadmill. <laughs> so again, we have to recognize, I have to kosher something through fire. The way it got burnt, the way it gets cleansed, it has to get cleansed the exact same way. Number nine, giving others encouragement. Rav Nachman says in Lesson 156 that every single time that you are giving somebody encouragement or you're talking to somebody about the fear of God, you're getting a reflected light and you're getting a directed light. It's always very important that you should always take your knowledge and talk to people about, give them hope, give them courage. That is not just for them, it's for you. That is one of the things that Rav Nachman says that your person has to do daily. He has to constantly speak to others about about the fear of God, about any kind of spirituality, that will give you. This is why we feel much better when we help others. And it gets rid of the negative energy because it doesn't think about yourself. It's not like we can just wake up and expect to feel good. That's, that's not happening. You physically have to do things to create that. It's because it's, gravity is to think about your subconscious thoughts that you've been thinking about, 70,000 of them that are just going to think, gonna, they're, they're going to be planted right in the morning or any time where you're not in a good state. Think about, think about practically. Anytime you, are, you, are in a ne- you have a negative thought, you are in your subconscious mind. Anytime you have a negative thought, it's, it is your subconscious mind. It's not coming from the present moment, because the present moment is being recreated. It's coming from your subconscious. It's coming from the, what you're practicing constantly. So this is why it's important to break that, break that pattern. Number 10, Rav Nachman says that you can get to a level of nefesh, ruach, and neshama, you can get to the highest level of, of, of energy by doing simple mitzvot with happiness. When you do them with happiness, the same thing you do takes on a whole different level. You, so there's, you see, like you see in her, today's, you can see hurricane season, Right? So you see category one hurricane, category two hurricane, category three, category five. Category five, everybody wakes up a little bit. Category one is no big deal. So basically, your intention, you're doing it anyway. The whole point is, the, 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 again, ba- back to the problem that we all have, is that we are all barely present. <laughs> so when these things are happening in life, you're in the category one mode which is called constricted consciousness. So again, you're doing it anyway. Try to connect to that situation that you're in, whatever it is, whether it could be a prayer, a blessing, whether it could be a good deed. Just try to do what you can with what you have, but try to put a little bit more energy into it and you will see a difference in it. If if you're just a little bit more mindful even if you say a blessing with a little slower, you will see the difference in the energy that you get and you will see the, 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 the level of, you'll feel better. Believe it or not, nothing is out there that cannot be fixed inside. Let, let's be honest. The whole world is looking for out, the, the whole world is looking for th- situations out there to fix. It's all in there. It's all in there. So again, doing, doing mitzvot with Simcha, Rav Nachman says, lesson 24, is you can get to the highest level of energy. Number 11, 
Rav Nachman says, again, this is in no particular order. You, you decide where you're at at what moment. Another great way, Rav Nachman says, of breathing is breathing. In Egypt, the Jews had a kotzer ruach. They couldn't breathe. They were impatient. So just doing breath work can increase your energy and change your state. That's an easy one. That's an easy one. Papa, Papa, take the 11 minute Wim Hof, do three minutes of it, and you will see completely different energy, etc. Because remember, you're releasing negativity. You're releasing stuck energy. Things that are stagnant, it's stagnation. Stagnant is when you take something and you dwell over it over and over. It has to be released. It has to be released in prayer, in, in action, or some other way. That's why if you want to change an emotion, you need to change your motion. Emotion, negative emotion, get into motion. It's good, because you recognize, okay, there's a negative emotion, and how are negative emotions created? You dwell on something over and over, or after an event, something happens, we, 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 you go through life, something happens, and there's an, after that event, there's an emotion produced. And that emotion will stay there over and over and over again until it is elevated to wisdom. Or you use something else to get that. Number 12, working out. Even Ram Nachman said in Lesson 6, in the second half of the Kutamaran, that sweating is a cure for sadness. Physically sweating is a cure for sadness. So sweating itself, why? Because when you have impure blood, when blood becomes stagnant, it becomes toxic. It's not moving. Like we speak about the, the, when a person has sadness, he activates the black bile, which is the mora shora in Hebrew. And this black bile causes, is, is responsible for sadness, melancholia, which means sadness. When you're, again, dwelling on something, and that affects the spleen. So the spleen is the black bile, melancholia, sweating, moves, causes motion, creates blood flow, and changes your state. So working out is a must. The science behind it is you get the equivalent of Prozac and Ritalin. I mean, that's the science behind it. There's a book called Spark. Read the science. Working out is equivalent. I promise people, if you just change your diet a little bit, and you worked out every day, then go into 100 medications. But first do those two things. Change your diet and work out. I promise you. Because there's a difference between walking around with different endorphins than when you, and you're looking at the same situation with the wrong endorphins. It just looks tremendously worse. So just the way we eat, and what we eat, and the time we eat, and the lack of exercise, it's almost causing a depression. And this is somewhere, this is not emphasized in, in a lot of the communities today. You know, obesity is not going to put happiness in your mouth, in your, in your smile. It's just not going to happen. And it's just, it's, it's, it becomes a new coping system. You have to, you have to recognize that happiness could be at the end of your fork. Pretty much. Specifically, when you have 80% of your serotonin in your gut. You literally have a second brain. So... Just figure that one out. What you eat and your mood, very connected. That's why food is called comfort food. It should not be called comfort food. <laughs> comfort medication. 
comfort food, comfort food. You see, you see in the Uber Eats, comfort food, comfort food. Should be nutritional food, energizing food, comfort food. That's a new category nowadays. Comfort food. This is, I need to get uncomfortable if I'm eating this kind of food. So again, working out is just, it's a no-brainer. It releases negative energy and it releases stress. Especially if you're a Scorpio, if you don't work out, forget it. It will be impossible for you to live. Gratitude. Gratitude, obviously, Rabbi Nachman says gratitude will also get rid of negative energy. When you go into, when you have problems, go into gratitude. Go into gratitude. Gratitude is the greatest form of what? Surrender. Gratitude is, I don't know anything, I'm just going into gratitude, and I'll see it after I go into gratitude. So gratitude is something that ha- we, we, we feel important. The, the, the 14th is charity. Charity also, charity is considered like bloodletting. You're giving away dam. Dam is blood, right? Zeus means money. So sometimes we need to move the blood. What happened in 2008? Nobody was lending money. So we had toxic assets. The whole economy went to, went to garbage. Because nobody's, nobody's lending. If nobody's lending, nobody's buying. Nobody's hiring roofers. Nobody's hiring contractors. Nobody's buying furniture. Nobody's hiring interior designers. It's a problem. If there's no movement, nothing is moving. It causes stagnation. And what did they call it? Toxic assets. So we develop toxicity when we don't have flow. And the last, in the 15th, obviously, is any form of positive podcast that will also change your energy. So these are 15 things that you could practically do. Stop thinking and start doing to get rid of any kind of negative action and any kind of negative energy, etc. And I, I think I missed the last one. 16 is mikvah. Mikvah also can change your energy drastically. Because what happens when you go into the mikvah, you're considered like a br- brand new person. Rav Nachman said that if mikvah, I don't know if Rav Nachman said that the Baal Shem Tov, if, if, if mikvah can make a non-Jewish person into a Jewish person, imagine what it can make a Jewish person into. So that's a, that should be a, an important thing to constantly do, mikvah, because it gets you into uh, surrender. And usually problems happen when we lack surrender. So use these 16 strategies and do, do something. Just, you have to do something. And I, I, I always wake up with, sometimes I wake up with some negativity and it has to be, you just have to channel that negativity somewhere. And it, it, through, through motion, things definitely uh, change. Behaviors change feelings, not feelings change behaviors. Remember that. Have a great day.